Well, here we are in our Love Your City podcast studio. Yeah, studio it is. Studio in a box, actually. Yeah. The beauty of this gear is we can take it anywhere and call it a studio. <laughs> uh, yep, um, we're on We're not road. actually in a studio. We're in my office, yes. which is um, nothing a really like a studio. Needs what do you mean? pictures on the wall or something. Well. Anyway, you, it's, it's new. I'm expecting some yes. gifts from you now. <laughs> okay. It's new. It's just not new and fresh. I'll paint you a picture. That'd be great. That'd be good. Excellent. Um, anyway, we, um, we've recorded this interview. We're just mm. doing the intro here. Um, this is back from our trip to Dubai in March. Yes, that's right. Where we were at the next move. Heard some great speakers of mm. young people doing things. Um, Chadwick Mohan from yeah. India. Yeah. You were keen to capture him. How it's a very, very Australian accent on his name there, <laughs> Chadwick know. Mohan. I think I he said like Chadwick Mohan or something I like that. But anyway, yes, Chadwick. Uh, I heard him speak in the session um, and was just captured by the story of his church. Um, and not for the reasons that you'll think when I first, when you hear him tell it. Um, you know, it was it, a story I'd really heard out of the American churches uh, that had started off as 15 people in a living room through to, you know, seeing 10,000 people through mm. 15 services on a Sunday. Well, Chadwick's church, his dad planted it with seven people in their living room, and now it's 40,000 people <laughs> across mm. 32 services, eight locations. I mean, but it's not that that grabbed me. What grabbed me was the change in approach to ministry and understanding, even though they were a large church, they really weren't getting the cut through that they mm. wanted to see in in seeing lives transformed, in seeing um, people really impacted by the word of God and seeing them transformed and sanctified and all those other words that we put around <laughs> it. I won't go into that story Redeemed. now. Um, yep. I'll, I'll let I'll let uh, Chadwick tell us the story, but uh, just really inspiring and applicable to uh, people who lead churches in cities who are trying to impact their city, no matter what the size of their mm. city. What is your role as a pastor? Listen for that as Chadwick shares the story from uh, over the different uh, st- life stages of his church. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it, I think there's some really good principles there for everyone, not yep. just pastors of mega churches. Yeah, great. Well, let's hear Chadwick. Well, I'm here in Dubai with Pastor Chadwick Mohan. Chadwick, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, thank you. Um, Mate, it was great to hear some of your story yesterday as you shared with the group. Um, But for our listeners, just maybe take a moment to introduce yourself, where you're from and what you do. Um, I'm Chadwick Mohan from Chennai, India. I uh, pastor a church called New Life Assemblies of God. This was begun um, with seven people in 1973 by my father. Wow. And now we range uh, close to... 40,000 on an average with seven to eight campuses. Wow. Because uh, the eighth yeah. one started very recently. Yeah, and okay. And uh, over 32 services, uh, different timings, which we gather together. Wow. Are you at all of those 32 gatherings? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I preach four, sometimes yeah. even just two or one. Okay. Uh, but we have a host of people wow. who are at it. Wow, that's amazing. Um before I ask you the question that I want to ask you from what you shared yesterday, can you t- tell me a little bit about what the transition looked like from leadership from your father to leadership to you? Again, you need to understand in our culture, transitions are... Um, my, my father will uh, continue to um, die with his boots on. You, sure. You understand yeah, great. The, yes, yes. Uh, the transitions are predominantly, there's a lot more administrative mm. responsibilities with regards to the core functions of the church, with regards to leadership, discipleship, yeah. and the core leadership, I, I'm the one who's actually 
uh, taking care and shaping at this point of time. Yeah, well, uh, th that's the transition that we have done. He continues to preach. Yeah, is and I want him, and we in leadership really want him for a longer yeah, period great. of time because because uh, that means like um, if he's not there, yeah. that means I need to find someone who can preach like him. Yes, right. And okay. do things like him. Yeah. So we are actually praying that he would have a long life, and yeah, that's great. a culture of honor that we as a church uh, go through and. Um, at the same time, it's been very empowering. Yeah. It's let uh, yeah. loose the reins of the church to yeah, well. a leadership team of which I, I yeah. lead. So it's more like um, uh, I, I'm, the transition was more to a team of which I'm like a first yeah, among sure. equals. Sure. That, uh, that's the process that we are in. Yeah, I think there's so much in that, particularly as we're here at the next move where we're, mm -hmm. we're talking about handing over generational uh, stuff and, and what you've just described there. I'm sure there's so much we could learn. Uh, across the world about some of those principles. But what I really want to ask you about, you shared yesterday about the growth of the church and mm -hmm. the path that you went along there in, and, and doing things a particular way and then reviewing that. I'll let you talk more about yeah. it than me, but yeah, go for it. Yeah, one of the things that um, we as... Uh, so when we were celebrating our 40th uh, anniversary mm. of the church, we could figure out that the way the uh, history of our church has been as the first 20 years... We started from a seven-member uh, church in the uh, first gathering in the house, yeah. and it has gone through literally uh, fire and floods. That's a yeah, little well, story well. where uh, one of the times the building was burned on by fire, the other time yeah. it was really the river that was next door that flooded into our place. So well. we have been a church that has been in in under the trees, mm. in gymnasiums, in homes, and several yeah, places. Well. So, but the first twenty years has been from a house church to a large size church yeah. which is 2000 people yeah but around 1990s to 1993 there was a shift uh, that uh, we really found that we got to empower the whole people of god yeah. and it's not just uh, a pastor or the associate pastors the whole people of god mm. and we shifted into the small group system yeah and the next 20 years from um, from around um, 2000 people we have grown to around 35000 yeah yeah and 2013 and uh, that's like uh we became a large mega church which is a cell-based mega church yeah yeah but then somewhere around 2008 or 9 i think when uh, there was um a crisis that happened because i've uh i, I preached a sermon mm. uh, at the end of the sermon a couple walked up and said mm. pastor we've been praying and fasting for three um uh, days mm. that uh, we would have a prophetic word from from the Sunday sermon and man here we are and God spoke to us and we mm. are going ahead and so I probed a little to find out what they were going ahead yeah. I was shocked and surprised that the woman was actually leaving her husband and child the wow. man was leaving his wife yeah. to get married and I was the one who was giving a prophetic word and so well, that okay. really shook yes. um, okay. uh, the idea of hey if yeah. we still continue on just with large services and things like that mm. although we were small groups we, we just found out that there's uh, there's so much more intentionality that we mm. need to put in, in establishing the people in the teaching Yes, and um, so Rather than, yes, we always intended to be a church um, of churches rather than a church with small groups. Yeah. Uh, but 
from 2013 on, we really have this very clear intention. Hey, yeah. we need to be an apostolic network of house churches. Yeah, well. And sometimes uh, the idea of the house churches is limited to how in houses alone, mm. but we have experience wherever we gather. Yeah, that's great. But the intentionality with regards to truly having these uh, individuals established and families established in the teaching and they become true family of families yeah. with this new covenant of love one another. Wow. And this is going to be the essence. And so we have slowly beginning to call okay. these small groups, hey, you are really the church. Yeah. These Sunday gatherings as sometimes, hey, these, these are gatherings of churches yeah. or we design the Sunday gathering according to the need yeah, okay. rather than thinking of the Sunday service as a church. Yeah, right. So. That's brilliant. Uh, I wonder if there are like a handful of principles that you follow or are following in mm-hmm. order to make that transition um, that you could share with us. Yeah, well, one of the things that we have been slowly um, doing is to make sure that we train our leaders well. Yeah. And so for us, uh, immediately when we go through the First Timothy chapter 3 passage in mm-hmm. Titus chapter 1, uh, who is an elder, uh, who is a leader, who is mm-hmm. an overseer, or in fact the word used is bishop, the one yeah. The yeah. Yeah. Of, of even a house, uh, yeah, is a right. person yes. who has managed his own family well mm. and is able to extend that house management to yeah. the larger house of God, yeah. which is the church. And therefore, yeah. uh, for us to see families truly established well mm. uh, is is crucial. And so that's that's the essence. So all of our churches, uh, these are family of families. Yeah, sure. And therefore, yeah. to establish the families well, to establish them in the mm. in the processes. And so our shepherding paradigm is such that. Uh, they go through the proper conversion process and today conversion is not a great word to be used but mm. for us conversion is truly that they have come to a place where they've destroyed the idols of their hearts physical yeah. and the heart and have accepted christ and have truly be become part of a community of disciples yeah yeah and so it's not like i've accepted christ and that's yeah. it no yeah, you're right. truly part of a community yeah well wow. that's when that process of conversion is over yeah, yeah. and then uh, we really make sure that they are established well in the teachings of christ yeah yeah and the holistic teachings of christ and they have um quite a good grasp of the old and new testament mm. with uh going up to maturity and and mastery and applying these principles to the mm. everyday complex yeah, okay. issues of their life and so yeah, well. and to break their strongholds of life and yeah. to make sure that they are applying the word and that's and great yeah and to also move to become a productive member of god's household yeah because of the priesthood of all believers each person is having a work to be done in the house which is the house of god and in the world yeah. in order to build his house so absolutely that's, that's gold um this would be difficult in a small church to to break mindsets and to and to shift people into that place how have your people generally responded as you've made these changes um initial response was very difficult yeah um especially we prototyped it in the english congregation before we went into the tamil okay. yeah. yeah the tamil uh was more uh, it's already had a lot of cells but the english yeah. did not so we prototyped it in english but those who were with me personally mm. The first 10 years of the English congregation, which was 99 to 2009, yeah. they said, hey, uh, because we wanted to be the next big concert type of a 
church. Yes, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then um, we we were shifting our our understanding of the church and we were they said they're not going to go on. So wow. so the those guys who were um funding the large concerts in the city and those yeah. guys who really took you around and made sure that we're not willing to sit together to learn yeah. scriptures. Yeah. And so that was a big shake uh, for us as leadership. Yeah. yeah, well. But then we had to actually go one generation down. Yeah. Yeah. to start with. So Wow. So we started out because those who were 50 years and above, only four families mm. actually said that they would actually come together for learning together scriptures. Wow. Wow. The rest of it so four potential leaders who are above the age of 50. Mm. The rest mm. it so it was a season when in 2010, 11, 12 we made sure that uh, I was doing a Friday evening uh, for the 50 plus four families. Yeah. Saturday morning for the musicians because musicians occupied most of the time on stage so we yeah. really wanted to establish them in the teaching. Yeah, great. A uh, yes. set of leaders amongst the musicians mm. then uh, a set of corporate leaders mm. in the afternoon who are the next next gen types. Yeah. Then the evening was those who were the age uh, 30 to 50, 25 yeah. to 50 yeah. and then a whole set on the evening of every uh, Sunday yeah. and that met together for um, who are between the age of 18 to 25-30. Okay. So these are the five wow. leadership groups that, yes. that we yeah. constantly for the next three years cut down all of my travels cut down everything wow. to really invest yeah. into their lives the first principles of the teachings. Yeah, wow. And uh, one of the um, I stumbled upon this Um, church in Ames, Iowa, out of nowhere okay. in the U.S. Yeah. Um, Jeff Reed and uh, Oakwood Road Church. Now it's called. Uh, it's it's a. They actually shifted from being a congregation of around 300 people yeah. to 18 house houses wow. in yeah. in the Ames Des Moines region. Okay. And yeah. so they became like someone who walked alongside Jeff. Yeah. has me mentored build and the antioch school have been providing us with the materials yeah, okay. we contextualize it and we started to use it and that's yeah, one brilliant. of the things that shifted us yeah okay it just it sounds like um there's no there's no replacement for hard work you no. just put your your, your nose to yeah. the grindstone and went for it mate i feel like i've got to stack more questions to to draw out more of the story but mm -hmm. we're out of time appreciate Perfect. it so much and i love what you shared yesterday and just love what you're doing in chennai and i'm sure that chennai is getting blessed as a result of what you're doing and chennai will flourish as the kingdom comes more and more through your people so thanks so much thanks thank you